0: y'all and welcome to Liberty Libations. My name is Jake Green. Welcome to the show. We've got Steven, Zane, and Alden joining us today. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Did you say cilantro? <laughs> cilantro. <laughs> yeah, no. no cilantro. There's no cilantro on this show. <laughs> so I, I, I don't care for that whatsoever.
1: All
0: let right. right. Let's, let's start out with our usual I'm um, talking about LPGeorgia.com. We've got an event coming up this Saturday um, with Osprey Shooting Solutions. Uh, it's going to be at the, it's a 2A range day. Steven, are you going? Uh, I'm not going to be able to make this
1: one.
2: Zane, you making this one? Unfortunately, can't make it, but wish I could.
0: We're We're really showing up for this event (laughs) (laughs) we're we're doing a great job anyway it's in rome georgia at osprey shooting solutions from 11 to 3 um, on on saturday so you can go to our website lpgeorgia.com to learn more about that and get your ticket i believe it's 50 bucks for the whole day um and edgar mills he's class act he's awesome at uh training with firearms and training for other things as well um, he also has another another company which I always mispronounce the Southern orthonological league Ornithol- ornithological. ornithological league yeah. yes like an helicopter like on- what ornithological yeah bird-, bird watching bird watching
3: okay yeah
2: as yeah. long as you don't say orthodontical <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's easier for me to say I'll say that um so yeah. Um, head on out there, support Edgar, support the party. Um, it's going to be a, a freaking good time. Make sure to like this video, go follow us on Rumble. Um, I know we have more people watching on Rumble. Sadly, we cannot see comments, live comments on Rumble um, on StreamYard, which is very frustrating. Hopefully someday they'll get that implemented. But for now, um, we can't, can't see comments, so we can't interact with y'all. y'all. Um, maybe one day we'll just go over to a Rumble-only stream once YouTube boots us off.
2: hey by the way the uh range day is almost sold out so if you want to go there's only a few tickets left
0: (laughs) all right so range day almost sold out if you want to go go get your tickets now because it i mean two days left it'll be sold out before it gets there and yeah edgar is not uh i mean if you go to his website he is definitely aware that birds aren't real <laughs> it, his website has nothing to do with
3: birds. They're all just <laughs> CIA spy cameras. That's all they are. <laughs> neither exactly.
2: is climate.
0: That,
4: that's uh, not real either.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, y'all got any updates from this week? Y'all got anything going on that we need to talk about before we get into the topics?
2: I my finally got around to changing my Twitter handle. At hey, Lacey yeah,
0: underscore Z. That is much more on the nose. Good job, Zane. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> now pe- now people
3: can actually find you,
0: Alden. What were you saying?
3: Oh, sorry. I just that. I don't know if you can tell, but my apartment is still quite bare. Yeah, but you have light this week behind you. Yeah, that's uh, the window's that- open.
0: <laughs> oh, it's not dark over there yet.
3: It won't be yet. Yeah, got gotcha. Let's
0: see. Robert says, I've been spending so much time asking for sponsors. I misread the title as all about the Robert. (laughs) Like (laughs) I've been holding people up asking for money. (laughs) Oh, All right. Well, Zach, let's get into our first story, buddy. Um, This is, uh, this happened in Atlanta at what appears to be a nail salon, I guess. Um, This Robert tried to come in and let's, let's see what happens. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you got three folks just sitting in chairs at the counter.
0: Pans over to the door, guy walks in.
1: Everybody get out. Give me all
3: the money. If you get the money. Give me all the money. Get down. <laughs>
1: get down. Get down what the is money. that? He
3: answers the phone and he's like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> give me the money. the money. Everybody give me everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's walking around. No one is paying any attention to this guy. And he's saying, give me all the money. Then he just walks out. He just leaves. <laughs> he gives up. Yeah. Wow. That has got to be the best handling of a situation that I've ever seen by people who are in the middle of getting robbed. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> like, they knew he didn't have anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you don't show the gun, then who's going to believe you? Like, that I is- think that was half of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I they mean, call uh, the glove.
4: That's the perfect example right there of um, the government derives its power from the consent of the governed. <laughs> you know, that's like that's like the IRS. Just if, if they had to walk around the street, give me your money. And everyone's like, screw oh. off.
0: That is a perfect analogy. Yeah. Yes. That is very good. And then, but the, the issue is after that nerdy IRS guy goes away, the SWAT team comes in and takes you out. So. That's the, that's the difference there. This guy didn't have any backup. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just him trying to rob stores with a towel over his hand. (laughs) Sorry about the sirens on my end. I don't know if you can hear that. Everybody can hear it. Alden. Everybody's pissed pissed about it. So (laughs) anyway, like uh, we, a lot of our trivia tonight will be about, actually we might want to do trivia next because there's a lot of questions about what we're going to be talking about for the rest Mm. of the time. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Do we think he had a gun? Do we think he didn't have a gun? Do you think what he was
4: it was a Jennifer Lopez sock puppet? You know, like, <laughs> I
2: yeah. mean, you would think that if he had had the gun, he would have brought it out eventually. Because I don't know. Other, there are more otherwise, charges, he was just so. standing there being completely humiliated. Yeah, I mean, but, you're right about the you're right about the charges. But if you were concerned yeah. about that, why would you even bring the gun?
0: That's a good. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah,
2: my vote is no gun.
0: Your vote's no gun. That's okay. my vote. Well, sadly, this isn't trivia. I can't give you a right answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I asked him.
3: He said he had no gun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got, got it. Got it. Um, we've got, yeah, our third round of trivia today will be all about Atlanta crime. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, only three questions. So it'll be, it'll be really fun to talk about crime for, <laughs> for There we go. Which, you know,
4: word on the street is it is no longer depicted in a Jason Aldean video.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's fair. That that's Jason the six Aldean seconds they cut it. out was the Atlanta riots. That is crazy. That's crazy. And who cut it out? Was it Jason Aldean or was it uh, people playing it on CMT? Because I know CMT tried to cut ties with him.
4: Yeah. I don't, it might have been his producers. I mean, obviously, I doubt it was him yeah. directly, you know, logging in and, and splicing the video. <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah, some of his either his managers, his media team, somebody that owns the rights to the video, just reduced the size of it by about six seconds.
0: Wow. That's crazy. That's such a, just an innocuous thing. Like that is absurd. Like, of course you don't see, they cut out the riots. Um, the, the the, the
4: communist BLM riots in Atlanta in 2020, there was like a little flash of that in his video of his crappy song. And, uh, now it's gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The song's not very good. Like I'm not protesting the song because of the crap that the left is, the reasons that the left is doing it. I'm protesting it. Cause it's not a good song. <laughs> it's just, it's lyrically pathetic. It's musically bad. It's, it's just lazy and very on the nose. It's just, I don't know. I mean, I understand why people are upset that like CMT cut ties with them and, or whatever took it off at their, Airwaves and everything, but like, it's not a good song. It's not a good song. Play better music, Jason Aldine. Any That's good right. songs? Yes, he okay. used to be. He used to be good. I don't know how he is now. But when I was when I was listening to him back when he first started, he was he was good. Oh, and
4: Luke but Bryan too. Uh, you know, that was, that was when they still wrote some of their own songs. Luke Bryan's never
0: been good. He's a pretty boy <laughs> idiot. Um, no, Luke Bryan is not good. <laughs> his, I mean, talk about pop country. He went the poppiest of country. That's he was he was legit day. country.
4: I mean, he was he was borderline outlaw country when he started.
0: He, not he with that. Not with his look. Not with his face. Can't, <laughs> right. Can't do any of that. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we should do trivia. What do y'all think? Do should we go to trivia?
3: Let's just. I mean, Zane wins. I'll just give up. But yeah, let's do it. All
0: right. Let's go to let's go to trivia. Um, Zach, let's do it, buddy. Oh.
2: Do you have the trivia to share? <laughs> huh? Yeah, I have the trivia to ha- share. Oh, yeah. I see it now. Cool. There we go.
0: Nice. There we go. Libations trivia. This day in history, which is our traditional first round from now on. SBF and Atlanta crime. What are you uh, what are you gawking about, Stephen? I yeah, looked I up some at... of
4: this stuff today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just
4: uh, just being right. an... Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Stephen's excited. He might actually uh,
4: Second place all the
3: way. So this might be a dumb question, but like what is SBF? Sam Bankman Freed. Oh. The okay. Guy so not F- sunscreen. The g-
0: <laughs> the guy who did uh, the guy who did the FTX stuff. Okay, Alden. You Alden. can tell I'm not going to
3: do well on that one. Apparently, so. Alden,
0: that's like months old. So your moving has nothing to do with it. <laughs> like this is just you being lazy and not not reading Twitter.
4: This is the largest financial doing? crime ever. Well, you know, aside from the Federal Reserve. I was just uh, going to
3: make the same joke. That's funny. Okay.
0: <laughs> Hannah is apologizing that she can't be here to defend her championship. Um, and take down Zane once and for all.
3: <laughs> the co-championship,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right. It's this day in history, SBF and Atlanta crime. Y'all know the rules. I'm not going to go over them this week. There's no guest here. Um Abuse the guest. Zane five. Nick, three. Steve, one. Audience, one. Guest, one. Alden with a big fat goose egg. You know what's <laughs> funny? It's like Alden is... Crazy knowledgeable, but he loses so hard at this game. I know.
1: <laughs> it's, I, I, wonder, know uh,
0: <laughs> I wonder if that's the ADHD. You just can't quite I, get the stuff out in time.
3: It's always been for me that I don't do well like performing or like under pressure. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, ask any of my partners. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: Round one. The day in history. Why doesn't it say this day in history? Don't ask me. The day. There's one day. On this day in 1996, Eric Rudolph murderously disrupted which event? Zane? Uh, the Olympics. The Olympics in Centennial Park in Atlanta. He killed someone? Oh, He, he was the s- bomb guy. set off a bomb. He killed... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many people died in that. I know at least one died in it. Um, yeah, okay, I don't I think remember. it was
2: very many... A lot of people were injured. So it was like a bomb that he had packed full of nails or something. So oh, man. a lot of shrapnel. Homemade but yeah. shrapnel yeah.
0: I think one person died and 50 were injured, from what I remember.
2: Man. Um, I yeah, had a teacher
3: just... in that Olympics in track and field, actually. That...
0: Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. That movie, Richard Jewell, is a really good movie about that. Um, it makes really? You
3: really? Yeah, it makes
0: you feel for Richard Jewell, because they blamed him. He was the security guard when it happened. Mm. And they blamed him as like a co-conspirator, and man, it took like seven years to hunt down Eric Rudolph, and uh, Richard Jewell was on the hook for a lot of it. Hmm. Oh wow. And the AJC never apologized. Why did we?
3: That's so interesting. Why did we blame him? That'd be like blaming what is it, Securicom or Americom or whatever the like the security company of the Trade Center, you know, for, like, yeah, 9-11 right. or something, like which they actually are part of the problem, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But, like, why the security guy? I, I don't know the story very well. Yeah, I mean, I, they, they needed a scapegoat, and they
2: found him and pretty much decided he, they were going to ruin his life over it. That's yeah. horrendous. He, was, he died of a heart attack a couple of years after that all happened. Yep, I, man. I think. Uh, did he? That yeah, might he, be. That might be true. He definitely died pretty soon after this happened due to some health problems that were because of the stress of all of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The the movie's
0: really good. If you haven't watched Richard Jewell, go watch it. They did a really good job with it. All right. Next question. On this day in 1953, an armistice was reached to conclude the United States first experiment with limited war during the cold war. What was this event? Zane.
2: Was this the uh, Korean war
0: Korean War. <laughs> nice. at, some, at some point, I'm going to need one of the other two to hit the camera. <laughs> at, the, at the very least. <laughs> I'm just here for the Zane history. Uh, by the time I realized what it was, I, he'd already answered. On this day in 1974, what process began during the Nixon presidency, Zane? Impeachment. <laughs> Impeachment.
1: Uh...
0: All right. There nice. we go. Yeah. Next question. On this day in 1794, the architect of the Reign of Terror in the French Revolution was overthrown. What was his name? Zane.
2: Maximilian Robespierre. I hate you. This
0: is just going to be a Zane hate fest. (laughs) Stephen, did you know that one too? I did. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I
4: was forced to read Charles Dickens in high school.
0: (laughs) Okay. Forced? Come on, he's got some good books. He He got got paid
4: by the word, and it's so obvious.
0: Well, it, they're good words, at least. Oh,
3: sure. Yeah. That's like American <laughs> textbooks versus like textbooks overseas in like different countries. They're yeah, exactly. much larger because of a similar thing, but. That is funny. Yeah,
2: I, I heard the way that the textbook industry works is that they essentially tell their textbook writers to look at all the existing textbooks and just include every everything that's in all of the books. That's about so that, right. That's how you end up with these thousand-page textbooks for every class, and you only that no have one one read it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No
0: one wants that. All right. Next question. On this day in 1921, what were scientists able to ice? Or no, scientists were able to isolate a compound in order to treat what was then thought to be a fatal disease. What was the disease and the compound? Alden.
3: 1921. Okay. Is it that they thought? It was a fatal disease but it was not a disease.
0: It was a fatal disease until
2: this point.
3: Oh, is this uh polio? No. No, that's not even fatal. zane is that
2: fatal? Is this um penicillin and tuberculosis? No. Steven,
0: you get it free. Get free go. <laughs> is polio fatal? I'm
4: going to go with vitamin C and scurvy. Did you
3: say scurvy and vitamin C? Yes. That's hilarious.
0: Nice. For those just listening, Hannah commented, COVID and bleach you ingest. All right. Our, our audience gets a point. Diabetes and insulin.
3: Oh, man. I didn't know that. Oops. Diabetes.
0: Diabetes. All right. I forgot to put... Which back uh, in the ancient
3: Greek times,
4: they would just taste your urine. And if it tasted sweet, you had the diabetes. Who
3: had that job? I know, right? Prisoners, (laughs) probably.
4: Well, I uh, I hear uh, Socrates enjoyed it.
3: Yeah. I was going to say, depending on who is the subject, that could be the worst job or like an okay job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Socrates and Plato, they got down like that, from what I understand.
3: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Next
0: question. On this day in 2003, which British born American entertainer died at the age of 100? Stephen.
4: God, he's still alive. I was going to say Keith Richards, but um, that, no, that's not, that's obviously not it.
0: All right. Alden or Zane, y'all got an answer? Zane.
2: Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> <Perfect> <laughs> call,
0: All right, Alden, it's up to you in the audience at this point.
3: Charlie Chaplin.
0: No, two thousand three. <laughs> I don't know. Audience, audience gets it. No way, Bob,
3: wait, Bob Hope. Hope. Bob Hope. yep I didn't even know he was British born.
0: He's British born. Yeah. I I probably could have narrowed it down for y'all and said comedian, but uh, he was an entertainer. He had other things. You know, he was an actor. I like that the audience that got it. Hannah said Simon Cowell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright next question on this day in 1830 this revolution began in France leading to the abdication of Charles the 10th and bringing Louis Philippe to
2: the throne Zane this became a lot easier once I remembered what month we were in because I'm pretty sure it's the July revolution <laughs> it's the July it's revolution the <laughs>
4: I was going to say the French Revolution, so good for you. It's
0: a little earlier. I was going to say
3: June. I don't even know what month it is.
0: All right, next question. On this day in 1214, French King Philip II won the Battle of Bovine, I think, against Otto, the fourth emperor of what nation? Zane?
2: Uh, The Holy Roman Empire.
0: Oh my gosh. Zane, are you an encyclopedia? Yes. Okay. Perfect. He answered that so stoically and just immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. On this day in 1940, this lovable character made his debut in a film called A Wild Hare. Alden. Bugs Bunny. Bugs Freaking Bunny. How about All that?
3: All right. I got It's
0: <laughs> on the board. On the board, yeah. Alden, I love that you're just doing this. <laughs> you're, 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 not, you're, you're not doing this. You want me to hile? I want, <laughs> I want you to go at the camera. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Zane is Chad GPT. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final question of round one. On this day in 1890, this painter shot himself, eventually leading to his death two days later. Zane.
2: Uh, Van Gogh.
0: Vincent Van Gogh. That was my, I was going to say that too. And I was like, I thought he was
2: the ear guy, but I guess he did both. He did both. He was the ear guy, but that's why I just guessed that. If you're going to cut off your ear, there's a a good chance he might try to just shoot yourself entirely.
3: (laughs) I have a bad case of like, when I think I know, I don't raise my hand kind of thing. But then when I don't know, I, you know what I mean? Like. I'm cursed for this. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should just raise your hand and see what happens. I should, I guess. If it's an art question, I should just take a stab at it. I don't know.
0: All right. Or round... Sh- round. Okay. Uh, after round, after one round, Zane, seven. Audience, two. Alden, one. Steve, Ooh. zero. Y'all are crushing it tonight. <laughs> All right. Round two. Sam Bankman freed. I like that it looks like fried. It definitely...
3: I mean, Sam was
0: a bank man who fried. Yeah. Here we go. What was the total donation amount to campaigns by SBF with stolen money from FTX? Steven.
4: $20 million.
0: Wrong. This was in all the headlines today. Zane.
2: A hundred billion (laughs) dollars.
0: One (laughs) hundred billion. (laughs) (laughs)
3: All right. Alden, Alden in the audience. Um, I don't know, man. 4.2 million. All right.
0: Everybody's got it wrong. It's open. Y'all get 10 seconds. Zane. One dollar. Wrong. I thought you did, I thought you did research on this today. No, it was just in
4: history because it was 39 years ago. Metallica dropped Ride the Lightning. You so did, I was yeah. hoping that would come out.
0: Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. Uh, yeah, you you did really well in that first round. <laughs> yes, yeah. even research is more fun though. I like it. All right, right.
4: Uh, five million dollars.
0: No, all right, that's it, everybody. Ninety-three Jeez. million dollars. All right, next question. I was
5: close,
3: Samsonite. I was
0: way off. <laughs> <laughs> What are the professions of F's, SBF's mother and father?
2: Zane. I actually remember this because I was listening to part of the problem where he w- uh, they were playing a clip of the guy from Shark Tank talking about how Mr. his Wonderful. parents were both compliance lawyers.
0: You are correct. Um, I'll wow. give it to you. To be more specific, they're Stanford Law School professors now. But yes, they're both compliance
2: lawyers. <laughs> yeah, because Mr. Wonderful was like, Oh, I know I can invest in this company. It's so safe because his parents are compliance lawyers. And then, you know, a couple months later, he's on the news again <laughs> being like, We need regulations and rules to prevent people like me from losing my money again. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's it's the concept of private gains but socialized losses because yeah. I mean, yeah there are a lot of things that mr wonderful does that i like like he's a big proponent of you know the free market in general which is good but he's just like most other rich people where he'll he'll tr- try to use the government to his advantage
1: mm-hmm.
2: yep oh zane froze it's time to time to ask another question
0: <laughs> He's killing it. I like the
3: backstory. It's like the slumdog millionaire thing.
0: SBF is said to have gained his wealth prior to FTX from organizing arbitrage trading of what asset? Zane.
2: Dogecoin.
0: Wrong. (laughs) Wrong.
4: (laughs) Steven. Mutual Mutual funds.
0: Wrong. Alden and the audience.
2: Corn. Corn. It was just a commodities trader, and yeah. I guess Doge going too.
0: That is wrong as well. All right, y'all get ten seconds. Zane, pork bellies. Wrong, 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 wrong. Silver <laughs> stocks. No humans. Wow.
1: <laughs>
0: Five, four, Jeez.
2: three. Political two, favor.
0: One. Did you say cheese? <laughs> Girl, oh,
2: girls, cheese.
0: girls on TikTok from Robert. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
2: Bitcoin. Oh, I was so close. If only I had gone for an actual answer, not a meme answer. Yeah. <laughs> Next
0: question. In September of 2022, it was reported that SBF offered $5 billion to help a fellow tech mogul do what? Alden.
3: Masturbate.
2: <laughs> In case you were under the impression that this is a family show... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is,
0: yeah no, it never was. It never was meant to be. <laughs> Zane, Steven, y'all got anything?
2: I've got hmm. no clue.
0: Steven. Uh, develop a, a crypto coin. Wrong. Zane, if you answer, I'll give y'all a hint. Go.
2: Fill up an olympic size swing pool full of gold coins.
4: Peter Schiff uh, is doing the fellow, chat.
0: His fellow tech, <laughs> his fellow tech mogul, is one of the wealthiest men on earth. That's your social hand. media website. Zayn. Buy Twitter. Elon Musk acquire Twitter. Wow. There you go. Good job. Yep. Offered five billion to help him with that of stolen
3: funds. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say. That's great. <laughs> I guess if you just acquire your money through these ways, then you can just throw it around. It doesn't yeah. even matter. I mean, his... <laughs> Hannah says, get a girl. Five billion Get a girl. <laughs> <Five> <laughs> billion.
0: Yeah. Oh. Get girl. All right, next question. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the CEO... This guy is the CEO of what crypto marketplace that sold $529 million worth of FTT, which is FTX native token, and accused SBF of shady activity, which ultimately helped lead to the downfall of FTX? So again, you're trying to name the marketplace that this guy is the CEO of. Zane.
3: Crypto.com. Wrong. I haven't even processed the question.
0: This guy basically outed Sam Bankman Freed. And so what is he the CEO of? Mm. That's the question.
3: Okay.
4: <laughs>
0: Zach is wrong with Gemini.
4: Yeah, that's the Winklevoss twins.
0: Is the it Winklevi? the Winklevoss twins?
4: Yeah. Yeah, Gemini's the, the Winklevoss twins. Just um, say the
0: Winklevoss For goodness sake. All the It's Winklevoss, yeah. Is it Coinbase? No, it's not Coinbase. They're, they're... Steven. Blockfolio. That no one even knows what that is. That's what they this.
4: bought that app. It was the best news aggregator app for crypto there ever was. Right, FTX y'all have, y'all have 10 it.
0: seconds. Hmm. Y'all have 10 seconds. Zane. Exigence. No. Audience gets it right. It is Binance. Dang. Uh, I forgot about
3: Binance. Oh.
0: Yep. Yeah. They got into a spat on Twitter, and this guy was like, I know what you're doing, man. And like outed him. Basically, took all their money that they had in FTX, took it out, and uh, yeah, outed this guy and sent him down. It was well, Binance
4: took a hit, you know, when Mt. Gox had their thing happen. So, they Binance is
0: just as corrupt, like they were kind of going at each other, but uh, same with Kraken. Oh, yes, for sure. All right, after two rounds, it is. Somebody is in first, who cares? Uh, audience <laughs> has four. Alden has one. Steve is still at zero. <laughs> Round three, Atlanta crime. Here we go. These are difficultly worded questions, I think, so just prepare yourselves. <laughs> Which type of violent crime spiked the highest from 2019 to 2020 and has yet to drop back down to pre-2019 trends? Alden. Arm robbery. Hang on, I gotta make sure. Wrong. Um, Steven, you were up next, buddy. I'm um, gonna go with rape. Thank goodness, no. Zane. I,
2: <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, carjacking?
0: No.
3: I got 10 seconds. Is that seconds. considered violent? Oh, yeah, if it's jacking, if, is that when someone's in the car? So that is violent.
0: I can, can actually go either way. Hmm. Carjacking, because um, somebody murder. can be in the car, somebody might not be in the car.
1: Mm-hmm. Murder
0: is incorrect. Five, four, three, two, one. Aggravated assault. Dang it. All right. Another Next case question. of the one I should've said. Homicides in Atlanta in twenty seventeen were roughly one point seven per ten thousand people. What number per ten thousand did it reach in twenty twenty two? Steven.
4: Three point
0: four. Alden. two point three. I'm doing best I'm doing closest guess with this one. Same.
2: Oh, okay. Um guess I'll go two point seven. I know to to the difference I, I wanna take this opportunity to remind everyone of when Nancy Pelosi <laughs> said that three million Americans were dying from gun violence every day. <laughs> <laughs> Is that so a, a real guesses,
0: quote? got guesses from Robert, got a really high guess from Zach. <laughs> Ten thousand per ten would <laughs>
3: wouldn't that mean like in 100 days we'd all be dead or something like pretty much yeah, yeah. or 150 or some kind yeah. of number like that so the, something...
0: the correct answer steven wins 3.3 3. nice steven you're on the board with three points you just surpassed alden with one correct guess
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: final question of trivia What property crime surpassed Burglar in 2019 and has been widening the gap ever since? Zane.
2: Now is the time for carjacking.
0: And you are correct. Auto theft. All right. Thank you all for playing trivia. That's all we've got. The final score is Alden with one. Steve with three. Audience with four. And Zane with 14. Let me remind you that uh, Hannah was the one who got both of the audience questions. Correct. So she, she destroyed both of y'all, even though she's not here, Stephen. I just, I just love to lose to (laughs) Hannah. Yeah. No matter what the sport. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank y'all for playing trivia. We can now go into our regularly scheduled programming. Um, Let's go to that fed article. Zach. Zach. Fed raises interest rates 0.25 points, opens door to another hike despite easing inflation. They also stated this week that we have avoided a recession. Um, <laughs> as, as, I, as my like, lumber prices continue to go up, and my food prices continue to go up, and the gas right. prices continue to be high. And yeah,
3: yeah. But We've, didn't you get a 500% raise this year? So it's fine.
0: I, I, did, I did give a raise to myself, but it was with money I didn't have. So um, it didn't really work out that well.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I gave raises,
3: IOUs.
0: Yeah. What do y'all, what, y'all have any initial thoughts on this before we go to uh, Peter Steinonge?
4: So the, the, the words um, of Uncle Jerome that have been echoing in my mind for months now, You know, when he's talking about uh, the biggest boon to our economy currently is the real estate market. And he's trying to hike the rates just to let out a little steam. He wants to just let a little air out of the balloon of the real estate market without totally deflating it. Uh, So he understands because once the air starts coming out, it's going to be in a declining trend. And so then, you know, the fed will have to, you know, pivot, hold place or reverse position quickly enough to not let too much air out to where he doesn't collapse the market, which is basically like, yo, we're trying to collapse the markets. Uh, so it's, you know, every time they, they hike the interest rates, cause that was before he started the whole hiking thing, he was even saying it takes six to nine months for an interest rate hike to fully take effect, you know, for us to really see what it does to the price actions and all the markets. He's doing it every month. <laughs> so it's just, I mean, if you use the guy's own words, if you listen to, you know, his, his first three speeches of 2022, you know, before this trend really started, uh, you, you understand that, like his goal is to take us down a peg. Uh, we are not, and and this is just my insight. I don't have any official records proving this, but we are not allowed to have four percent GDP. It just it cannot happen. Uh, you know, if we if we get over three percent GDP, the global markets start to spook. You know, like something has to happen. Oh, you know, they got to they've got to have a, a global credit crunch. They've got to tighten the money supply worldwide. And you notice, you know, there were were three quarters back to back while Trump was in office. I'm not saying this guy's Jesus by any means. You know, he he did a lot of wrong. But while he was in office, and of course, Congress is partly to credit for this as well, because they made these policies. uh, We had over 4% GDP, three consecutive quarters, and then COVID happened. Uh, So it's just, it's in this this modern era, in this post-World War II era, we are not allowed to have four percent plus GDP. It's, it, we we have to channel somewhere in the two to three percent range because that puts China on the catch up pattern.
3: And if you uh, do hit four, there's a plague.
4: Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, there, a, a war breaks out. Something blows up. Something goes terribly wrong globally.
2: I I guess to push back a little bit on on that, so. Yeah, GDP growth does tend to go down when you raise rates and and try to contract a little bit. But some of that is because you're kind of getting rid of growth that was just illusory to begin with. Like mm-hmm. we all, as committed libertarians, know that when the rate is too low, that causes you know a lot of malinvestment and kind of an illusion of prosperity when we there is no additional real wealth. Kind so like zombie companies but, and and. and, and the issue becomes because we have a central authority de- determining what the interest rate is instead of letting the market determine what the interest rate is, we don't actually know what the correct interest rate should be that would allow you know, real growth without causing a, a big bubble. So I think when it was like in, in 2021 and the, and the beginning of 2022, when it was like below 1%, I think we were all pretty safe in saying these rates are ridiculously too low and need to go up. But now, I i mean, maybe it's very possible you're right that they're trying to uh, get rid of real growth. But I still think that with all the inflation, you know, maybe a 5% interest rate is still not even high enough. And, and this is why I, I think it's kind of funny when I hear financial analysts have a really strong opinion of what, they think that the Fed funds rate should be because you are essentially saying that you know so much about the entire U.S. economy, you are so all-knowing, you have a 180 IQ that you know exactly what the correct price of what the correct interest rate should be when nobody has any idea because that's something that only, you know, 330 million people all interacting in the market can determine. No one person can know
3: it. Spot on. And James. is there even a one fixed number, or is it something that should kind of vacillate over the years? Even.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's just like any other price, where there are a million different factors that influence it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Robert says in the '70s and '80s it's 14% mortgages, and I've. Well, won the, and in the late '90s, be way what? higher too. Yeah, yeah, it used to be way higher. Like I, yeah, I remember and you, and you had to face like, like 25.
4: You had to have your boss at work, two of your best friends, uh, your mom, and, and your neighbor sign off on your mortgage loan as well. Uh, you, know, you had all, all these co-signers for your, wit- for your character witnesses and all this kind of stuff. And it's a
0: better system.
4: Absolutely. Uh, you know, And that's in the wake of, what was it, Equifax you know, that was hubbed out of Atlanta. You know, in the wake of them having uh, the sensitive information of well over 100 million people on a server in Argentina where the login was admin, admin. Yeah, I that. Uh, you know, in the wake <laughs> of that, you know, and they got the slap on the wrist for it. Why can't we, in this blockchain digital age, have a key fob that we carry around? You know, that's got our own biometrics. We can unlock if we want to do business with somebody. We tap fobs with somebody; they've got our information. I gave it to that dude only. You know, and and I can even put a a, a time limit on it. Like this dude, I, you know, seven days. Cue that up. Bump fobs. Bam! He can review all of the information I want him to have access to for seven days. Why do we have to have credit bureaus data mining us?
3: You know, I feel like it's just fobs sounds dirty,
4: yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> but it's you know it's a sign of trust, obviously, because you wouldn't. Yeah, you know, you wouldn't I'm with you on with the, the stranger. Point, like, yeah, <laughs> man, want to
0: tap fobs? Yeah,
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed. Yeah, there we
4: go. Yeah, I too listen to Jason Aldean. You know, then he <laughs> <going>
0: fobs. <laughs> All right, Zach, let's bring on Peter St. Onge, my favorite uh, Twitter economist. Not my favorite. Yet my another
5: favorite. major community bank tapped out even after Janet Yellen clearly told us the banking system remained safe and remained sound. As California's third largest bank, PacWest, agreed to be gobbled up by another regional for... Less than its market price. This is rare in mergers. It basically means it's a rescue. PacWest had similar issues to Silicon Valley Bank back in March. Too many loans to risky tech ventures, along with falling bonds, courtesy of Jerome Powell. And PacWest had been on the hospice list ever since March. They'd already lost almost a fifth of their deposits in the first six months of this year, including a 10% deposit drain in a single week in May, as customers worried about their money. Now, PacWest first tried to reassure depositors by unloading assets at fire sale prices. So they sold off a $2.6 billion property loan portfolio, then unloaded $3.5 billion in specialty finance loans. They sold their entire real estate lending unit, which is usually a mainstay for regional banks who dominate local real estate, since the major banks have no idea how property works in Tulsa, or in this case, Los Angeles. But even that was not enough as customers kept fleeing. Because while PacWest was busy patching the holes in the boat, depositors kept cashing out into money markets that pay 5% instead of the 1% or lower that banks pay. This meant PacWest was on a treadmill, that goes faster than they could run, faster than they could unload assets. I've done a couple of videos on bank consolidation, how the mega banks are gobbling up the community banks. In fact, PacWest itself was a roll up of 31 tiny banks from California, Colorado and North Carolina. And that apparently was not enough. Accelerating into the recession, I think we're going to see more of these regional mergers as smaller banks cling together to keep from swirling down the drain. Still, I don't think it will work because small banks are in an impossible spot. They have to do two things at the same time that are in direct opposition. On the one hand, they have to rein in the risky lending so their depositors don't run away to the Two big to fail banks that enjoy gold-plated bailout guarantees from Janet Yellen and Jerome Powell. But at the same time, they also have to offer depositors enough interest to keep them from withdrawing to money markets that pay five times more, again, courtesy of Jerome Powell's interest rate hikes. In finance, it is basically impossible to simultaneously reduce risk and raise return, meaning that they are digging the hole, they're just digging it differently. It's activity, it's not progress. So now we will see this play out in real time with this new merger. The new acquiring bank has already promised to sell off $13 in assets. That's over a third of the combined bank, so it starts to look almost like a liquidation. Uh, At that point, we will see whether this was an actual rescue or whether it was a drowning man pulling his rescuer down with him. Okay, (laughs) we'll be watching. See you next time. So
0: that's Peter St. Ange. Yeah, he's very good at analyzing these situations. I like like listening to him. Um, He's all scripted, too, which is great. You never get an errant word, whereas with us, every other word is like, what did he just say? Freaking
3: idiots! <laughs> what word isn't errant Yeah, <laughs> I like his analogies. Though it's enough to make you them. want to latibulate. Latibulate, <laughs> 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 which oh, is man. you know,
4: hide in the corner until conditions improve. Um, okay, but Fair so we, with with GDP, you know, with with it, obviously, we've been in in a bubble, inside a bubble, inside a bubble. You know, if you listen to Peter Schiff for the last twenty years. Um, So it's due to shrink at some time, you know, the guaranteed boom or bust cycle, you know, even with all the manipulation and command and control stuff in place, you're eventually going to have some quarters of negative growth. It's just part of the cycle. And, uh, you know, one one of the things I've heard, one of the talking heads on the radio around here in Atlanta, I've heard them refer to it as creative destruction of the economy. And, you know, that's kind of a hopeful messaging, but it's pretty cool, too, because it is capitalistic in nature where it's. Um, you know the boomer bust cycle. You know things have to die to be reborn. They have to be reformed to be made better. Because uh, obviously, you know, once you get to a certain size, you know, you do have to shrink to grow in a different direction mm. in order to you know thrive in, in the changing market. Because uh, without government help or, su- or subsidies, you know, you can't all be Bell South. You know, you can't you can't all just be the Bell monopolies. It's just uh, you know, at a mm. certain point you've run the course of what you can do in your market and you either evolve with it, change or reform or sell off and liquidate.
3: But if you've got like the government giving some banks like dialysis until they're like 120 years old, <laughs> then like, right, and then not giving anything to others, you know what I mean? And like, then it's, that's where like, I, I feel like it's unfair in this case. And like when in 08, if no one helped these banks, then they would, some of them would have died and we would have had to have learned from that. And we would have had to have had, and some of these other smaller banks might've been the ones that actually became then a bigger bank.
4: Well, and and I will point out too that, you know, aside from money from the likes of Jeffrey Epstein, uh, Chase Bank is one of those too big to fail banks that does not rely on government handouts. Uh, Chase Bank uh, more than once in our lifetime has bailed out the government mm. because they are bigger than the government. So that's one of those,
0: well, they're under uh, with the yeah. Fed. That's why. Mm. Well, sure, uh, yeah, and it stems from that.
4: Absolutely, but they had that power then that they were actually able to force that through. Mm. You know, they may or may not had to sink the Titanic, but you know, they got it done.
0: I don't know what you're talking about, Stephen. Yeah.
4: All the opponents to the Federal Reserve Act were on the <laughs> Titanic.
0: I'm kidding. I know what you're talking <laughs> about. <I was> <laughs> I think he's kidding. Yeah.
2: Yeah, going back to uh, talking about creative destruction and the overall boom-bust cycle, I think it is important to point out that while creative destruction obviously will will cause the, the bankruptcy of many individual companies that don't see their competitors coming, it's not what causes overall big recessions in the boom bust cycle. A lot of people think that there's something inherent in capitalism that just all of a sudden people all at the same time make a bunch of bad decisions and everybody has to lose their jobs all at once. There's nothing intrinsic in the market that makes everybody become very idiotic all at once. It is, uh, I mean, there are lots of individual companies that will make bad decisions and go out of business one at a time, just randomly throughout time. But it is the intervention and the command and control economy which causes the cyclical nature of that. And I think that's a very important thing
3: that we're clear about. Cyclical, like in mass, like in waves of growth yeah, and destruction. Uh, yes,
4: yeah, not in, entire industries don't just go tango uniform,
3: you know, <laughs> by their own
4: doing. I'm, I'm with you there.
0: A tango uniform <laughs> you've used that before it took. It just took me a second to remember what yeah i have, that was. actually
3: learned that yeah. from our chat yeah that is hilarious
0: <laughs> yeah i think i think pretty sure there's a documentary out there that talks about how the boom bus cycle is not a natural thing and that it's manufactured and what is the name of that movie is it Divide and dominate. Does that sound familiar oh. to anybody? Oh my gosh! It's, it's oh, almost... you mean how the
2: powerful steal more power? Yes, that's the I mean, one. Yeah. Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> nailed it. It's almost like someone really took the time to research this and lay it out in the simplest of terms, and yet still no one watches. You know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. If people died and were born in the same chunks that like companies did that would be interesting explain
0: explain yourself
3: like if when we're talking about the cycles of like you know growth and destruction imagine if people got sick and died in big patterns and waves of these like without you know
4: oh like a bunch like of athletes age 18 to 35 and they called it a coincidence
3: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> yeah yeah what if that yeah. would be wild wouldn't it <laughs> like wow what if the, the or were real
0: <laughs> it's like to, yeah. <laughs> there we go hannah knows what she's talking about oscar nom win actually the crazy thing is i heard uh this past week sorry can y'all hear me well okay cool mm-hmm. sorry my my volume here on was doing weird things <laughs> the they changed the requirements for the oscars and How so? if you if you if you look at what the qualifications are now, not a single movie from the past ever would have won an Oscar. So the not, the not a single movie that's one correct
3: would have won. Yeah, correct.
0: Um, they changed it to your your crew must be a certain percentage of minority, um, whether that's LGBTQ, race, female, whatever. Um, your Lead cast must have a certain percentage of of lesbians, black lesbian, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Your secondary cast, all the like secondary characters, must have a specific percentage. Your tertiary characters must have a specific percentage. Your story has to have something to do with race or inequality or all this garbage. The uh, is writing these rules, right? It's Freaking nuts. And so this is now the process to get nominated for the most prestigious award in film.
3: I'm glad I stopped caring about awards years ago. Yeah. That, it yeah. sounds like Tyler Perry wrote these rules. Because, look, I
4: love the guy's movies. Uh, but I, I know some folks that have done, you know, various deliveries and food services on his studios and his properties. And uh, if, if you're white, you're not even allowed to be seen in front of his guests.
3: <laughs> and to win a Grammy, I think you're have the is a
0: racist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't attest to that. I do know that uh, he casts plenty of my friends, who are many of them are white. Um, there you go. But my, it's, buddy, it's, it's my buddy Bill parties. Barrett. He. Uh, his. I mean, I've gone to his private parties. Nikki works okay. for him, like firsthand. Like Nikki okay. works with him on a daily basis when they're on set. So wow. like, I I do not believe that that is technically the case um i would i would want more information because yeah. from what I, from what i've heard uh and from nikki's firsthand experience that is not the case okay so i know i don't i don't care for any of his shows i don't care for any of his movies i think they're all just <laughs> the factory same. factory line like garbage crap they're but
3: pretty cookie cutter yeah
0: i can't i can't see um I, I, I see no evidence of him being that way mm-hmm. um, that you're describing right now. Um, yeah. Alden, you're slowly fading into the shadows. <laughs>
3: I know. I, have, uh, I really don't have any uh my lighting set up yet. I'm just in a dark <laughs> okay. room with boxes. I'm just, I'm on the floor right now. It's, yeah. You know, I, you I, need, I noticed that.
0: Read some Frank poetry. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's, uh, Zach, let's pull up the next uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. Let's just play this real quick. This is Sam Bankman-Fried coming out of the U.S. Department of Justice. Um, Yeah, all charges were dropped relating to his campaign donations. They dropped $93 million worth of charges against Sam Bankman-Fried, and he gets off scot-free from that charge. Wow. I don't know about the rest of his charges. He has other charges, obviously. Um, but also, everything related. Related. Uh,
4: Kevin Spacey got off on all charges as well.
0: Interesting. Did he? Yeah. Kevin Spacey's charges were much harder to prove. This is so freaking obvious. <laughs> <But yeah. laughs> like Kevin Spacey's charges, most of those were from like 30 years ago. Like, yeah. How are you going to prove any of that? Sam bankman fried did it in public with everybody watching like a moron. Yeah. Like, how? I don't understand how. How do you drop charges for something that is so obviously a crime and things that he obviously did so wrong by stealing millions and millions and millions of dollars of people's money? And because it involves it into campaigns?
4: people high enough in the government that if he went down, so did they.
0: Yep, that's exactly right. You that know, just just expensive.
4: never forget. You know, you and I remember this. Zane, I don't know if you remember this or not. You might have been paying attention then. Uh, Barney Frank, you know, his is basically his retirement speech Yep. from from the house uh, was, you know, they, they were scrutinizing the Dodd-Frank bill. They were scrutinizing um, whether or not he hired underage male strippers to come to his parties. Mm-hmm. And he got on the floor of the house on C-SPAN and was like, I've got the list of guests you guys signed in at the front door. Did you forget? I will name them. You were there with me. You're going to pass this bill and you're going to let me retire. Yep. And then he later on joined the board of signature bank guys.
0: Nice. <laughs> Robert says <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. same people who can't figure out who dropped Coke in the white house.
4: Yeah. The same people let a maniac run loose in the white house. Uh, when Obama was in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. That was a crazy one. Yep. Was that uh, a real Gr- story? Grumpy says rules for the, not for me. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. that's what Grumpy says. Watch your typing, Grumpy. You got to get it right. Okay. This is YouTube. It's classy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can pull up uh Sam Bateman Fried's charges. I just had more, more stuff on there. Um, Sam bankman fried donated $93 million in stolen customer funds to U.S. politicians. Today, the U.S. government dropped a political campaign finance criminal charge against SBF. Like, what more? It's just it's, it's astounding. Like, what more could you possibly need than this is stolen money that he gave to campaigns? Like, it's... The evidence is right there. It's like, he stole the money and then it ended up in campaigns. And now... It's disappeared. Like the fact that people aren't outraged about this, like people people just sweep this under the rug. People forget about Sam Beckman-Fried. Like, you know, it's it's I think it's the same along the same lines of something that we've been talking about a lot for the pet or I I've, I've been harping on a lot probably for the last like 10 episodes where it's oversaturation. So you'll hear about Sam Beckman Freed. For a week straight, nonstop, forever, and then when you hear his name again, you're, you're like, like I don't, I'm, I'm tired of him. I don't want to hear yeah. anything about Sam Bankman-Fried. Yep, and I think that's has a big part to do with it. And As it's part incredibly of it, it's, it's the leverage he
4: had on the government officials. It's
0: yeah.
4: um, you know Epstein's client list; they're all intertwined. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, they just yeah. they have this star chamber of where where they aggregate money and power. And they're kind of allowed to do anything. And if you get caught red-handed, they'll sweep it under the rug. But watch, this guy's not going to be a part of any major project for a while, if ever. No, no. But he's probably going to get to keep his mansion in the Bahamas.
0: So here's here's a meme that I thought was great. Sam Beckman freed funnels $90 million of stolen money to Democrats. DOJ <laughs> and IRS are blind your $600 Venmo transaction they're looking yeah.
1: at. <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, hey, hey you know, close to 20 of that 90 million went to Republicans
0: as well. So don't forget that. Cool. He, he paid for a bunch of losers. Congrats. Right.
3: He like, paid off both sides like
0: Yeah, well that that's he how that's how it thing. works. Like Yeah. That's Jared, why there's... Jared said that in Divine Dominate, you know? I was just going to say that I was, <laughs> was going to reference
3: Divine Dominate with the two sides to it. Yeah. yeah.
0: And how does that make you feel? <laughs>
2: That's what that's how I said, yeah, it. I mean, and now and, and the supposed lesson coming out of it is not that we need to punish people who steal things. It's, it's that we need to regulate all of crypto.
6: Yeah.
3: So it's that's hard exactly to say right.
2: Things.
4: So, it's, yeah. you know, is he, is he a red herring as well? You know, was he there to kind of, you know, cannonball negative attention to certain actions in certain markets? Mm. Uh, because that's that's usually what they like to do. You know, they like to never let a good crisis go to waste. A la Rama Emanuel, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you know there, there's going to be policy on on the back ends of this. Even though the person that committed the crime that caused the policy reaction served no punishment, mm-hmm. yep, or received yep. no punishment. It's just it, it's that's exactly how that works. It's just yep. um, which makes you think you know this was designed. He's it's all part of it. It was, it was part of the plan.
1: Yeah,
4: that you know whether or not this guy signed on to it. That's certainly how he's being used now.
3: I almost just assume things are part of a, a larger plan at this point, And then you have to prove to me otherwise instead of the other way around at this point. But Exactly.
0: Theft is okay. Yeah. As long as you give the big guy 10%. It's cut, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, Zach, I'm going to add another one. All right. To lead into our next story. Here's uh, U.S. congressman. I forget his daggum name. Uh, Sherman. Um, Here we go. Uh,
6: We are told that cryptocurrency is very innovative. Look at the incredible financial innovation of Enron and WorldCom and reflect on the fact that I don't believe that uh, uh, Saratoshi Nagamoto was uh, innovative. (laughs) Uh, We are told that (laughs) cryptocurrency.
0: So it's leading to our next story. Which is all about Bitcoin. This idiot. <laughs> pushy, not going
4: not to work here anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this idiot decides to, to try to parallel cryptocurrency with Enron. Like they're um, somehow the same thing. Where yeah. I mean, there are some cryptos that definitely are, but Bitcoin absolutely is not. And then here we have BlackRock Study. Recommends eighty four point nine percent Bitcoin allocation for optimal portfolio. Wow! Mind you, mind you, they were completely against Bitcoin until very recently, and now that they've they get, bought billions of dollars of Bitcoin, I was just going to
3: say, did they get in on it and now they want it to go up? Yeah. Yep,
0: that's exactly it. That's exactly. I didn't it. even
3: know. I just guessed because of. I knew they were against it forever when they were invested in I don't know everything but that. But
0: yep. And now, now, now they want everybody to buy it, so
3: yeah,
0: um, to pump up their their gains, and then they'll dump it, and then Bitcoin will take a dip for a while, and then yeah. BlackRock will miss out because it'll keep going up, and then screw you, BlackRock, yeah, you dumbass idiots. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was very interesting. This guy trying to parallel cryptocurrency—it's just—it's a bunch of dummies who have no idea what they're talking about. Have I not looked into was... technology. Can't understand the technology. Don't even no. know how to pronounce the name innovative. of the guy who invented it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> innovative. Yeah, they can't, can't even pronounce, pronounce the word innovative. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> knew not to trust him <laughs> at that point. Well,
2: and that and and that's you me get... of the time that that senator said that the internet is a series of tubes.
3: <laughs> it's just <laughs> bad, updated for the modern age. It's just tech plumbing. That's
0: all it is. <laughs> Oh goodness gracious! Well, and that's
4: something that's been on the radio around here recently is um, what is it? Pig roasting. Uh, so it's they they target people that have more money than sense essentially. You know, mm-hmm. so you try to pump something up to them as this is a good investment. This is a good buy-in. You're mm-hmm. getting in at just the right time. It's going to go sky high. You know, you've all seen these little clickbait videos of like you know. And then you buy some BS yep. supplement at the end of it. You know, <laughs> oh, this is going to protect my heart for 25 years. I can eat pig fat and not die. You know, stuff like that. Uh, th- and they're selling like fake crypto investments to these people. And that's like the number one financial crime these days is uh, people in their retirement or that just have yeah. more money than cents are buying into some what they think is a good investment. And then these folks just steal their identity. They don't just take their money up front. Yeah,
1: you know, wow, this isn't yeah. just
4: the Nigerian prince in jail scam. You're not getting fake Oakley sent over here from from Africa somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're taking your identity now this it's you know they're cleaning house have you See, seen i a, think
2: i think you have inspired me to launch a
3: new crypto called bacon bitcoin, <laughs> bacon
2: bitcoin.
0: i love it i, love I was it.
3: gonna say a similar thing i was gonna make a similar joke but about just pig fat pig fat <laughs> coin that's so funny
0: <laughs> pig fat coin i love yeah. it have y'all seen the South Park episode about the guy scamming old people with uh, selling jewelry on like home shopping network or whatever Oh, yeah. At the end of the episode, all the old people are calling into this guy, and he thinks he has customers on the phone, but instead they're just saying, you should kill yourself. You should
1: kill yourself. <laughs>
0: yeah. You should kill yourself. Yeah, you should kill yourself. And then he kills himself on, on air. Right. <laughs> it's a freaking... Man. It's a great episode. <laughs> I mean, it's dark, I love it that is it is hilarious. And he
3: kills himself on air, and you're like... Classic episode. Classic South Park. It was it really classic. Is. It was no, so it really good.
0: Is. It was so good. Oh man. I just watched that one recently. Hilarious. I need to go back um, and
3: watch some of the like best episodes. Like just a run of the best of. I
0: mean, there's twenty six friggin' seasons so far and they're still going. Like yeah. it's it's hard to go back and pick which ones to watch. Like there's so many
3: good ones. I still have some favorites that I would
0: Yeah. That that one was a good one. The the um that was like the QVC imagination land was a good one. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a great one. That actually, that I think that may have been the one to get me into
3: South Park was imagination.
4: Yeah, and and uh, Mr. Hanky is a um, yeah yeah that's that a is nice. a Christmas tradition for part of my family.
3: I nice. love anything with Hanky and or towelie and Mr. Hanky or whatever. Yeah yeah towelie. I, I, really I
4: almost nice. I was very close a year and a half ago and it's actually coming back full circle again. I almost hosted a towel use intervention for my wife. Um, because she's one of those like I use it once, it goes in the wash,
1: mm-hmm. and I'm like, the, I'm like,
4: this isn't, I'm like, this is the Four Seasons lady, you know. <laughs> as long as I'm doing the laundry, you're gonna use that thing two or three days in a row, and then we're then we're gonna talk about a new one.
0: That towel right there, hanging yeah. right there, I washed that for the first time since I've been up here three days ago.
2: There you go. You, get it. you live in a van.
0: Shut your mouth, Zane. <laughs> that makes no difference where I live. <laughs> I saw river. river washing machines. I just like you don't need to wash them. I just, right. just let it air dry and it's fine. But
4: I, I had a whole PowerPoint presentation on what the American textile industry does to the rivers in Bangladesh. Yeah, <laughs> little potbelly kids. It, I mean, we're gonna have a whole intervention, and Towelie from South Park was like the head of the presentation.
3: <laughs> that is so was good. it the South Park movie where Towelie's trying to like break into the like military base? And he's trying to tap the code <laughs> on the door, and he's like, "That's it!" And they're like, "You got it!" And he's like, "No, that's the beat to what was it? Uh, it was like a funky song." Funky town. Yeah, funky. Yep. <laughs> anyway, that I'm now I'm just reliving South Park episodes. Here. Hannah,
0: why do you want to know how I wash my towel? I wash it in a wash. He peed machine.
3: on it. How else do you wash your towel? He, he is sterile.
4: You know,
2: I so was going to say I the same day. thing <laughs> until it hits what? the air. Was <laughs> it sweet? There you go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I've got good a call now. That's a good callback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. At first Zach... I was like,
3: "What a gross question," and then I was like, "Oh wait, no, great callback." Yeah.
0: Yeah. Zach, do you have the next one pulled up? This is not the next one, but we can just sit here and talk. it. About... you can leave it up until you get the next one up. Right. Which, by the way,
4: though, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't have the exact percentage in front of me, but if you had an eighty-four point nine percent portfolio allocation of Bitcoin for, let's say, the last seven years. Yeah you would be up like way more than the market.
0: You would be up in an enormous amount. Yeah. If you started seven years ago.
4: Yeah. which And, and, you know, and the market's been on a steady climb for what going on 12, 13 years now, like this unprecedented bull yep. market that we're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest bears at Morgan Stanley earlier this week announced that he's, he's throwing in the towel. I can't short anything for this company and make them money right now. <laughs> mm. All right.
2: Ed. Being Hang able to on. predict the future would make investing a lot easier.
0: Right, <laughs> that's fair saying. All right, we're gonna we're gonna keep on this track of uh, Congresspeople who have no idea what they're talking about.
6: Senator Feinstein. Her her aides say are just aye. are
0: telling her to just say aye. just uh. say aye.
6: To say. I, I would like just say to aye. support a yes vote but on she just this. Just start talking. Um, it provides 823 billion. That's an increase of 26 billion for the Department of Defense.
0: If the arguments are already and done. Like it it, we're, we're to the voting p- state. Here.
6: Submitted.
5: Yeah. Just say aye.
1: Okay. Just
6: <laughs> aye. Thank oh. you. <laughs>
0: So that—that that was a senator, um, Senator Diane Feinstein.
3: Did she drive home?
0: Trying to say "I" instead of <laughs> continuing to deliberate this whatever <laughs> issue they were talking about, um, wow. which they had already done for hours, and all she had to do was say "I," and she had no idea what she what anybody was trying to well, tell. Well, and that's—I
4: don't know. I've, I've been in some libertarian debates after about an hour and a half of it. I'm like, oh. Uh, what are
0: we talking about? <laughs> but <laughs> fair enough. Sure, but yeah. Grumpy, so, Grumpy does no. bring up a good one too, though. The McConnell death stare that happened yesterday <laughs> was hysterical. I mean, sad that he had a stroke on camera, but is man, that what it, it was? So... Dude, he was in the middle of a sentence and then just did this. Uh, and like didn't yeah. move for 19 seconds.
4: I don't feel these edibles yet, guys.
0: It's a, yeah, that's that's the meme that's going around. Uh, when, when the edibles Great. kick in. Is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay, so I heard them talking about this on Tim Pool today or oh, yesterday. Sorry. Alden.
3: I'm not used to doing this. You're Saturday running this high class hey. show.
0: Fed, fed, fed. Oh, yeah. Where is that? I got
3: to change my alarm time. Oh, damn it. There we
0: go. Boom! Oh yeah, <laughs> I deserve that one. Yeah, it's better if we don't announce it. That would have been better, but um, it's an so alarm Tim. Tim to... Pool was talking about this. No, no one cares, Alden. No, no, cares. no, no. I know. No, I, no, don't I don't care. even care. You hush your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were talking about should there be an age at which people cannot serve in politics anymore, um, and like most people agreed on the show that it should shouldn't be age. It should be. Apprehension and yeah, lucidity. Yeah, I mean, comprehension. There
3: should be an age where you test for lucidity, as in the same with a driver's test when you turn, I don't know, you know, whatever, 55, 65, pick an age. But like, if you're collecting social security, you should probably also have a check to see if you know your left foot from your dick. I don't know. (laughs) Yes, that's very true. (laughs) The brown uh, pants (laughs) for for
4: me, they tend to roll together. So, uh, you know,
0: yeah. it, I mean, it's just crazy to think that Joe Biden, isn't he the oldest president of all time? And he's about to run for president again against somebody who would also be the oldest president of all time. They, with, they both will Joe. be
3: the oldest president of all time, like, I think, at some point in their next, yes. if they'd survive the four years, they'll each still be to the be oldest fair, president at that point. To be fair, Trump
0: like, is still vibrant. So there's that. Like Trump still can actually make that's sense. That's the cocaine.
3: Everything.
0: Yeah. You know whatever well, it he's is. He's that, uh,
4: not on cocaine. It's um uh, Oh gosh, what, it was it was whatever diet pill was crazy in the '80s. It Speed. predated Fentermine before before Fentermine was the widely prescribed diet pill.
0: You're uh, trying to say Fetterman? Uh,
4: no, Fenterman. <laughs> yeah,
6: exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so he, yeah, he's on that one. But there was there was a story that uh, I think The Hill broke the story. There was a there was a big pharmacist in D.C. That, uh, you know, when they're when they're doing these late night sessions that go on past midnight and all that kind of stuff, uh, it's this guy's job to run the drugs and the prescriptions into there and all the various members of Congress. And he's like, I can't tell you what goes to who he's like, but we've got antipsychotic meds. We've got dementia meds. You know, we've got diet pills. We've got all kinds of mood altering brain-altering, judgment-impairing substances going into the floor of Congress in their late-night sessions because these people are missing their doses and they're having to expedite their delivery and we're having to break into the chambers, you know, knock in, and the Sergeant-at-Arms is letting us in to deliver these meds to these folks while they're in session for these kind of things. At the time, they were debating, I think it was the Cromnibus bill, is what they were calling it, which at the time was like the largest stopgap measurement that they had ever done. It was like $800 And, uh, and had you know, this guy was
3: to let in the drug dealer,
4: you know? Yeah. But this guy's a, he's a pharmacist on the Hill and he's just like, you would not believe what I'm prescribing to these people.
3: Yeah. Like
4: that, that you know, if, if I were to see this person on the street, just like as a teenager, I would be like, he doesn't even need to manage Wendy's and this is our Congress.
0: Isn't pro vigil. Isn't that the one that Israeli fighter pilots use to stay awake? Um, on long missions, like isn't isn't that what they use? Like is this, that isn't would make it sense. Like
3: pro vigilance. Insane.
0: Like, like it, it's like an insane amount of drugs in that thing. It's basically yeah, it was, it it was, was like late
4: eighties. The FDA was like, nah, <laughs> not <laughs> anymore.
0: <treated crumb. laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I mean, just the just the fact that s- someone is trying to tell her. Repeatedly, to just say "I," just
4: say "I." She doesn't I.
3: even have the contextual awareness to get when no. people are telling her that she didn't get it. Like, that's no. bad.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. weakened at Bernie's for half these folks. It's yeah. that's, Those are, those are the red flag laws I support. Uh You know, let's let's have some common sense regulation on the assault pen of our legislators. Uh, know, I don't know enough to know. Look, you know, if you're on prescribed psychotropics and you're writing laws telling me how to live my life, I deserve to know.
3: That's you fair. know, like
4: we we have a Supreme Court justice that hadn't been able to drive himself to work since 06 cuz he's on epilepsy meds that are wait for it, known to cloud judgment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and cause driving.
0: Yeah, there yeah. we go. The worst part is they won't have to live to see the effects of their
3: policies.
0: That is true. And that even true. if
3: it's not a timeline thing, a lot of the times they live outside of the effect bubble of their policies any damn way. Like, because they just don't have the same, they don't live the same lives that average people do basically.
2: Yeah. I mean, they all send their kids to private school. They all, they like, they all even make lifestyle choices that are more traditionally conservative than what they go around all day telling people how they should live. Yeah. Like the, um, um among like rich white liberals most of them are like two parent households you know didn't have any kids until they got married uh, not saying that these people are conservative in any sense except that they're making lifestyle choices that they constantly go around saying how dare you say that this is how people should live except right. that's how all of them live right yep, yep. So, did, so did you me?
4: watch the video of um uh Elizabeth Warren uh, having a beer with redditors, have, doing an AMA. What? She had a beer oh, yeah. with redditors? Oh yeah, yeah. This oh, happened a couple of years ago. It was so cringe. Oh my gosh! You know, she's she's like trying to cut up with her husband, and you could tell like he's just trying to watch football and not paying <laughs> attention to her at all. And she's just trying to live stream something, and she and she's just like, you know, holding the beer bottle with two fingers, like just sipping it. <laughs> you know, she
3: doesn't really like it? You know, that's so funny. Yeah, I'm what
0: relatable, guys. Look at me. Uh, you know. it. I wish I could find that thing. because That'd yeah. be
3: hilarious. We should have Dang a trivia it. pool to guess what she, what beer she's drinking.
0: Yeah, I can't find it. If someone can find that video, uh, drop it in the chat or send it to us, because um, I would love to see it. Oh, Elizabeth, Warren and ask me anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me see what I can do here. I, I think Zach might be looking for it. He, he. I think he found it oh my god
6: um a beer. during a live chat get me um a beer. during a live chat from her kitchen in cambridge on new year's eve senator elizabeth <laughs> warren drinks beer from a bottle compliments her husband uh, and chats, chats with
3: people making comments online it's good to see you darth i'm glad you're here <laughs> <laughs> why are we doing it <laughs> This
2: reminds me of the picture that Chuck Schumer tweeted out of himself, like um, drinking a beer, watching like some one of Joe Biden's speeches or just something—I can't remember what. But the caption of the tweet was, "Sitting here enjoying my plant-based beer," and then somebody <laughs> <laughs> responded beer. to him to be like, "What do you think other beer is made out?" Of? As opposed to the pork fat <laughs> beers that I love. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean. It's one thing when AOC does this, because she used to live stream like every night after work, like in her pajamas, eating a thing of ice cream. I was gonna um, compare. And she it would to like that. live
2: stream herself playing Among Us and stuff.
0: Yeah. But yeah. she's also attractive, so that helps. Um Elizabeth Warren should not be doing this. At she's all. also
3: you can tell in her element doing it, whereas Elizabeth Warren is just like... <laughs> yes, did you see the two fingers mate. on the beer bottle? Like it was, yeah, like she was just... Uh, and why didn't you yeah. lean into the camera to drink a beer? That's so weird. Right.
0: You
4: yeah, know, she's like leaning forward, you know, this isn't yeah. a champagne flute lady.
0: These are the people who t- are telling us what to do with cryptocurrency. <laughs> like, oh,
3: I was going to ask Stephen, what, I, I can only think of like one or two, but can you name a beer that has animal in it? A style of beer, not like a specific make, but style of beer that has animal in it. Yeah, like a uh, like a non-vegan beer or whatever. Human. Oh, I mean, that would be uh, lactose sugar.
4: Uh, so, like a milk stout.
3: That counts. I think anything with honey would count, depending on how you classify yourself. But even uh, what is it? Oyster stouts Or a step mm. further. They have actual oysters in it. Zach
0: them. says oyster beer. Oyster
3: beer, yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, I don't think there's pork-based beer,
3: Grumpy No. Although, there's, there's like, bacon, like, essence there? sometimes. Oh, and yes. A, things. Yeah. yeah,
4: my buddies and I made a maple bacon chocolate stout. Uh,
3: See? Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. You're going to have to make that for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, <laughs> they, I'll, drink, sell, I'll drink with you if we do that.
4: Yeah, yeah. more beer sells uh, beer candy.
0: And uh, it's,
4: yeah.
0: Oh, my maple God. Maple bacon. Uh, my mouth just started watering so badly. <laughs> Mm. Like it's really it's really going now all right let's get to the next one um it, this is our last story of the night um i thought uh, it would take us to some weird places so here we go
4: do you
6: believe our government has made contact with intelligence extraterrestrials
4: something i can't discuss in public setting
2: Do you believe our government has?
0: All right, Zach. Right. But uh, all right. So first of all, what the frick is biologics? Who, Who uses that word? So that they word they call they call, they call
4: them uh, non human biological entities. I forget exactly what the acronym is. But in the '90s, there was a guy named Lieutenant Colonel Phil Corso. He wrote a book called "The Day After Roswell," mm-hmm. and uh, this dude chronicles his uh, career through through uh, various military entities. Uh, at the time, he was just like a private in the army or something like that. But he was in Roswell, New Mexico during the crash. And he just mm-hmm. kind of landed into this role and they pulled stuff out of that crash is what he writes in this book. And um, you know what the weather balloon they paraded through the streets the next day was obviously staged. It was like a diversion tactic,
3: which mm-hmm. worked really well for about 30 years. And then they recanted all the newspapers had to kind of like, say a different thing the very next day and take back all the headlines and
4: everything. Right, right. So, he, you know, he had it was his job uh, through various higher-ups and all this kind of stuff. And he had to hide it from even the president several times. And he writes this in his book uh, that it, he had to take, you know, various technologies uh, like uh, Kevlar was one of them uh, and uh, fiber optics,
1: mm-hmm.
4: which, you know, he writes about it that, you know, back in the 60s, they were taking notes. He was, he was collaborating with Skunk Works and, um, you know, they just defined it as uh, long thin glass tubes that seem to emit data through beams of light, which is fiber optics,
3: which was not a thing at that time, as far as exactly.
4: I mean, they, they recovered this in the 50s, is what he said. And he had to wait until our engineering had the ability to at least dissect what it did and reverse engineer it and then act like we invented it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, you know, he had to hide this stuff from all the other military branches, other various government entities, even the president himself sometimes, uh, and, and wait until he had, you know, military contractor type stuff that had somewhat caught up to this, to where he could get somebody in confidence and give them a piece of something and then have them, you know, look at it long enough to go, aha, that's my missing piece. Hmm. You know, now we invented this stuff and it, and it, you know, skyrocketed our technology. Uh, that's, that's stuff he was saying. And so we got, you know, Kevlar fiber optics. Um, There was, he said that there was some kind of control system in there that obviously it had some kind of like mind reading technology.
3: Neural link interface kind of thing. Like, yeah.
4: Yeah. And then of course, then he had, you know, like two foot tall, uh, you know, alien looking beings in pickle jars that he was carrying around the country. Uh, So, you know, this guy's not the first, Jeremy Corbyn's not the first,
3: or yeah. whoever it was, uh, you know, with the Tic Tac. It's Jeremy you know, Corbin the, is like the filmmaker guy, I think, right? Yeah, That's... Jeremy Corbin's a
0: filmmaker. It was, okay, yeah. so it was, it was the pilot. Um, yeah, was the Tic Tac.
4: Yeah, so yeah. he, you know, he's not the first. You know, the, the the pilots in the '60s and the '70s talking about the Foo Fighters, they're not the first. Uh, you know, Lieutenant Colonel Phil Corso is is uh, allegedly the OG. Even though he didn't even really claim this in his book, it's just if you look at his dates and you and you compare, um, you know where he was stationed at the time, stuff he was talking about, and you look at all these dates, you know this this was our guy, mm. that uh, you know he was he was the closest to all of it, that maintained all of it, that lived the longest.
0: Yeah, and I do I do know that like during the Cold War um, or right after World War II, I believe that the Soviets reported like tons of. UFOs and unidentified things, especially on their radar.
4: Especially
3: after the advent of like the nuclear bomb and all that.
4: And and Putin gave those records to Obama. And and we were supposed to do the same in in turn. And that's how that's how you had the declassification of Project Bluebeam. Uh and you know, it was watered down. I mean we obviously omitted some stuff.
3: Yeah, it's 68% like redacted basically.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Interesting. The yeah. only
3: thing I take issue with, with like the, as we're talking about, like in these sessions is the word extraterrestrial. Cause I, that's making an assumption that they are not from earth specifically. And the more I've looked into it, the more that I would include something that has been here for longer than we have kind of a thing just more interdimensional there it is there it is yeah Yeah, if you if you get into the whole david ike thing uh it's honestly it's just it's as much of a possibility if not more of a possibility and i i just don't care for the word et in this as much honestly because it makes an assumption
0: so extra dimensional ed Ed, <laughs> you 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 prefer Ed? All I do. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to talk more about Ed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. So, I don't know. Yeah, I uh, that's a little semantics for me. Like just something that we don't know about is basically, yeah. But you like, brought
3: up the whole semantic thing with like the bio. What was the word? Entity biologics. biologics.
0: Like biologics.
3: Yeah. No one uses that word. So is it? Why not UFO? Why are we doing? Uh, you what is it now? Uh, I
0: think Neutrogena
4: uses that word on a lot of their products.
3: Well,
0: <laughs>
4: my my I point,
3: Alden.
0: My point was that this is a guy testifying, I think under oath, right? Are they all to me, like, yeah.
3: yeah,
0: yeah. I think these hearings are under oath, where he uses a word that is extremely broad and that no one uses. So that I don't know. There, it's it's very fishy to me. He's it's been like, coached. Oh, it's, yeah, it's Exactly. It's like like totally. Fishy, you did, yeah. you you could have just said, "Yes, we found a body that wasn't human." Right? I like than. that he's we like found I can't biologist. talk about
3: yeah, <laughs> what was the first vague question that he's like I can't talk about it. And then she's like, "Did you find alien bodies?" And he's like, "Basically, yeah." And we're like, well, "What is it that you what's why is the other thing classified but you can say yes to this?" Like Yeah. So it's, then.
0: it's all idiotic. I mean, I did see something about uh, UAE how, is
3: that the new term? U-A-E, Sorry, that's United, yeah.
0: United Arab Emirates.
3: No, maybe that's not it then, yeah. UAP? U-A-P, yeah, phenomenon, that's what it is, yeah. 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 That They're switching, it's the same thing, it doesn't matter. Well, and that's, you know,
4: do- Dr. Stephen Greer's been pushing hard on this as well. Um, you know, he's got a few specials on Netflix and all that. that you know, he's, he's done some testimonies before Congress, but it's uh, like unacknowledged special access programs or something like that. Hmm. Uh, because, you know, it's not... It's not classified data, you know. If you're asking about classified data, they can tell you that doesn't exist because it right. doesn't because it's not it's not classified. It's special access, access.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: you know. Right? Um, didn't uh, didn't
0: Space Force just request to increase their budget to like forty billion dollars? Um. So my my thought is, I don't know. There's something there. Something like they're they're saying there's there are these aliens. All the
2: That's what's there.
0: I don't know. Well, that's no, that's what I'm saying. They want more money. And so they're using all of these alien things that have come out in the last few months to get that money. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm saying.
3: Or did they allow and create all the alien stuff that's coming out? You know what I mean? There we go.
0: I, I think that as well. I think that as well. Biologics could be a non-physical amino acid. We find them on meteorites. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Biologics means nothing. It means right. nothing. Which, uh,
4: it's w- w- one of our most powerful antioxidants we know about is uh, PQQ, Uh It was uh, some of the stuff I was getting my mom to take to mitigate the chemo effects. And uh, her chemo doctor actually pulled me aside. I'm like, what the hell did you have her taking? I'm like, why? He's like, because I've never seen my chemo not work on someone like this. I
1: was like,
3: yeah, take that
4: uh was, yeah.
3: <laughs> PQQ, as I
4: said, yeah, PQQ. And from what I understand, one of the main sources of PQQ is they harvest it for meteorites. <laughs> wow, um, interesting. Yeah, interesting. so
0: interesting. That's why. Yeah, it wasn't cheap. Um, no, I, I can't imagine it wouldn't be. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, this is this is obviously
4: some some dog and pony stuff to get some black budget programs passed. Yeah, uh, I, I'm upset that mtg is on this committee and she's not on the subcommittee because
0: holy crap if she was in there we would have some clips yes we would yes we would all right zach put the next video up
6: before the hippies was basically a square movement it was all these basically young people, very clean cut, the men were all wearing. If you old like Vietnam War protests, like everybody's all like dressed up like they're going to business meeting. It was like, and it was developing into a real threat. And so the theory is the hippie movement and rock and roll and the drug culture of the 60s was developed uh, in order to basically sabotage the anti-war movement. Wow. Right. Uh, and, and which, which basically is what happened, right? Because then what happened is the anti-war movement became associated with hippies, and that caused Americans to, right, decide what side they were on, and then that led to Nixon being elected twice.
2: That's interesting. I I, I believe it. I I believe it too. This is kind of the point that I bring up to, like when I talk to my family, which is, you know, very conservative about why the Vietnam war was such a big mistake because it, you know, led to the hippie movement and all the social consequences of that. And it all kind of got tied up into people were so mad about having to go to Vietnam that they also decided that they were just going to make a lot of really bad life choices. (laughs) But the original reason that they were upset is completely understandable. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. want to go halfway across the world and die for no reason whatsoever.
3: Right. Yeah. The French already
4: screwed this up and failed. Why am I going to succeed?
3: (laughs) Right. Exactly.
4: You know, what, what business do we have over here other than we might get cheap furniture 30 years from now?
0: I don't think anybody here is presuming competence in government, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Grumpy, before Grumpy left, the U.S. Senate today passed a National Defense Authorization Act that contains multiple and far-reaching provisions related to unidentified anomalous phenomena. Well, I think we so got to do changed, some research on that. So
3: it's still UAP, but they changed aerial to anomalous now it's a it's now a third thing but with the same acronym that's great there we go that's ridiculous nothing now now i
1: need using
0: using
4: megan the stallion to do a remix of uap
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man y'all that's all the stories i've got i have five funny videos um i'm i'm down with getting out of here early if y'all want to unless y'all had something you wanted to talk about uh Got any topics we need to talk about tonight? I can hang out
3: till midnight and talk about aliens. I,
4: I, I like I like what Elizabeth put in the chat a second ago. You know the Ronald Reagan quote.
0: Okay. That. Uh, oh, there we are. go. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bond. He's Ronald not Reagan, the only one to have I, said Reagan.
4: I know. I know. We called Jimmy Carter uh, the the good guy that was just an idiot. Uh, and, and Ronald Reagan may be, um, you know, the idiot that tried to be a good guy. I don't know,
3: but, he but played some a good guy thing-
4: on TV. That's yeah. He, 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 gave the vaccine makers the immunity. He started the drug war and then he actually wrote the narrative for nine eleven,
3: Uh, and he didn't even realize it, you know, but he, he could have been talking about aliens at the same time. He, uh, He definitely played his part with that and he was one of the many people to kind of continue the like New World Order type BS and the common threat thing and that whole narrative. And he's one of many in a in a line that it was basically planted, I think, in office and has been helping spin new parts of the same tapestry for since basically Kennedy or whatever.
4: Well, and, and this is why, you know, I don't want to look to, like, you know, John Voight and Kurt Russell to be our, you know, national libertarian heroes. Because, like, <laughs> these guys, these actors are professional liars. So are attorneys. Uh, but for some yeah. reason, uh, those are the guys that we like. Oh, well, they're totally qualified to be president. You know, they're, you know they lie for a living. You know Let's who, put them in there. You know, who you know whatever happened to, like, Larry. you know, the, the guy's great with the economy. You know, he was, he was an awesome banker. Yeah. He's a great military strategist. Let's put him in there, you know.
2: I don't think that those qualify you to be president. Not yeah.
3: <laughs> not alone. You know That's who true. I actually kind of like that was like a celebrity, but you know, ended up in office was Jesse Ventura. He's like the only like celebrity turned politician that I actually kind of enjoy.
4: There you go. There you go. Well, and and you know, he and Neil Bortz have both uh taken a a far left turn in their retirement.
3: I don't know if you follow that. Yeah, I don't know as much about him in recent years or whatever. That may be true. They, a lot of people have taken kind of the Kool Aid on that one over the years to kind of cover their own butt. Maybe I don't know. Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. (laughs) But he, but again, that was like before the like what I consider the modern era of presidents. Like you know, since the like World War II or the '60s, somewhere in that era, like when the CIA became basically the ones that I think run the. Well, so and,
4: and it's basically what Eisenhower warned us about, and I, yep. I, I'm not saying he was our savior either, uh, but, uh, you know, his farewell speech is chilling. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
6: And, 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 and his JFK so true. speeches <laughs> that are dark, <laughs> <man. Yeah. laughs>
3: Very true, very dark, very eerie. We should all be really afraid of the yeah. things that move in the shadows here, but.
5: You're
0: moving in the shadows literally as we speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I almost just joking my water. hilarious. <laughs> All, right. Uh, All right. Well, let's let's go to some funny stuff. Then if something comes up, we can... Uh, so this is... J- Montana looks like Joe Biden <laughs> sniffing Idaho. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> well, who's Idaho Ooh. sniffing? Every you take.
0: I mean, it fits... <laughs> so nicely <laughs> but look
3: Idaho's got a face too God. I mean it is
0: That's hilarious. hilarious yeah that one is oh so good
3: he's sniffing Idaho's hair
0: yeah I'm basically in his eyeball right there
3: there you go
0: yeah. <laughs> the yeah. apple of his eye I'm the apple of his eye alright what's up next oh this is a great story this is a great story in 1948, a man wore 30 pound three-toed lead shoes and stomped around a Florida beach during the night. Nice. Many people were convinced that a massive penguin or similar creature was roaming the area. Why he assume kept, penguin? He kept in the Frank up for 10 years, visiting various <laughs> beaches. The hoax wasn't revealed until 40 years later. That
3: is commitment. That is hilarious. Why yes. Why penguin of all the things to assume? First of all, there is no such thing as a giant penguin that big, and well, there's no you such assume thing penguin? as whatever that would have been, though. right? But why penguin <laughs> of all things? Like, uh, if it could be anything in the world because it doesn't exist now, like, why start a penguin in Florida? That makes no sense. It's a good question. It's a good question. I just thought that is hilarious, that though.
0: Absolutely amazing. I mean, a four decades long prank is epic, like, yeah. uh, how many serious. people were thinking about that for their entire lives like for you know they 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 were six years old when it started and That's... for the next 40 years they were thinking what made those dadgum prints how oh, many careers were launched in marine biology because of this to dude? find this animal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh.
2: How many cryptozoologists is this man responsible for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nice.
0: I mean, that yeah. is absolutely hilarious. This guy's epic. I wish that they had said his name in here because I, I want to give him some pro I'm sure he's gone now. Well, it's obviously Milton wanna...
4: Freeman. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, no, yeah. No, I mean, it kind of looks like <laughs> Someone I want to make a statue out of this man, but he has to be wearing those shoes. Like... Oh, man. All right,
6: what's the next one? Let's go to the next one, Zachary. Last Christmas, we canceled a song that was written in the 1940s called Baby, It's Cold Outside. People said that they were triggered, that the lyrics were rapey, and they had toxic masculinity. And that's fine if you feel that way, but radio stations across the country wouldn't play the song because people were outraged. Which is fine if you feel that way, but at the exact same time, the number one song in this nation for over two months was Wet-Ass Pussy. I am not making that up. You can look it up. Google it. So I want to wrap up my show by comparing and contrasting the lyrics of these two songs. (laughs) If indeed this country has lost its fucking mind, shall we? Let's start with the horribly offensive Christmas song written just after World War II. (laughs) I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been so very nice. (laughs) Yeah, you f***ing with some wet-ass push- <laughs> Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet-ass push- Beat it up, inward. Extra large, extra hard. Put this push- right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. <laughs> My mother will start to worry. <laughs> Beautiful, what's your hurry? My father will be pacing the floor. And listen to that fireplace roar.
3: I mean, <laughs> my mother will start to worry. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, ben Shapiro's wife has again.
2: left the chat. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the real reason uh, baby, it's cold outside is on PC is because of global warming. It's just not cold <laughs> anymore. <laughs> you can't talk about cold. There we go.
4: Hey, uh, you bring something up there. So uh, I've heard incessantly on the news, and uh, you know this was a Project Veritas drop a few months ago. You know CNN was talking about how you know, climate news was going to be the new COVID for CNN. And
3: they need something
4: that they've been incessant. This is the hottest July on record. Oh, this is the hottest July. You know, the whole world is just melting. We're all just in an inferno. This is, you know, Dante's seventh level. (laughs) You know, if you just quit driving SUVs and pay Al Gore more money, this wouldn't happen. (laughs) I I couldn't help myself. Uh, So, you know, I live in Fayette County. So I I looked up their historical data because I remember – I remember skateboarding in high school because, you know, at the time I wore shorts down almost to my ankles. And and, as you did, yeah. Right. I I swear my wallet chain was going to fall off. It was so hot. Several years while I was in high school trying to skateboard in the street in front of my house because it was over 100 degrees a whole lot.
3: And as hot as this July has been, (laughs) it
4: has not been over 100 degrees. It has Mm -hmm. felt like over Mm -hmm. 100 degrees, but it has not been over 100 degrees. And I just looked it up, you know. The hottest month on record in Fayette County, Georgia, on record, September of 1925. So, you know, just don't believe this crap they're trying to sell you on the news. You know, it might be the hottest July on average for mm-hmm. the whole country, you know, because it's hot in the whole country.
0: Mm-hmm. But not uh, for all time because you can't – there's no data. There's no There's no data going back more than like – Yeah, how far back years. does it go? And that's why they
4: say on record, you know, because right. it, it doesn't go – very far, it right. goes into like
0: so, the late 1800s. So the right. I, people say on record, but then the people who come in afterwards, and all the little idiot Twitter people will come in and say it's the hottest year ever. Like, yeah,
2: that, that's the issue. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about this on the show before, but what they'll do to estimate the temperature in years before we have records is like look at like ice core samples and tree rings and stuff. Yeah. The mm-hmm. only problem is that if you try to look at ice cores and tree rings from today you will find that it's that measurement is telling you that it's colder than it actually is <laughs> which means that if you are depending on that to, to figure out how cold it was hundreds of years ago you're, you're probably not getting a proper estimate this yeah. is why you get that hockey stick where it that hockey stick graph where it looks like temperature was consistently pretty low for hundreds of, or thousands of years and then it just suddenly shoots up in like 1960 or whatever because that's actually, because that's when we switched to actually Mercury. having records not looking at ice cores yeah
4: yeah well and I'm not going to go full lord christopher moncton on you here uh but a lot of the, the the areas if you look at these areas where the where they're sampling this data it's on freaking airplane runways
3: it it so often is at an airport. so obviously yeah, on the tarmac
4: you're going to read a higher temperature when you have freaking 747s sailing by you every 12 minutes all day in the middle of the summer right. obviously you're going to get a higher reading there
3: or just the ambient temperature bouncing off a black top all the time so amen yeah. uh, you know they,
4: they, they put these in like the the least advantageous places you know, if you record your own data on your back porch, mm-hmm. you know, fully exposed sun and in the shade, you know, you'll get a more accurate reading. And I mean, it's it's been hot, it's been humid, but the hottest ever. Kiss my butt, man! Like I, I <laughs> like I'm old and fat now, and I remember about to fall out when I was skateboarding all day every day, seventeen years old. It being hotter, actually.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, and like every time there's a hurricane, they'll be like, this particular hurricane is the fault of climate change. <laughs> and it's like if you, if you actually look at the 30- or 40-year trend of hurricanes, there is no trend of them getting worse at all. It's all media hype. Yep. The worst yeah.
3: hurricane, I mean, the strongest to hit the country was kind of before like official records and before the official um, like gradient of uh, category of hurricane. And it was the one that hit uh, Galveston. Is that what it was? Texas back yep. in, I don't know, 18, oh, like 1910. Or. or is that 19. what it was? Okay. It was like the it only was cat
4: like, five on record or something.
3: It, it was Katrina. They estimate a cat, uh, like six, almost like it would have been the strongest that we would have seen at the time. And it was a hundred years ago or more. I mean, it was uh, the sailors off the coast said they smelled the death. It was. It killed so many people, and they don't even know officially how many people it killed. But it destroyed the city. Like it was nothing left of it. But anyway, that was just estimates. So we don't officially know, but it's guessed that it would be probably the strongest storm that we in any you know time where we've you know Western civilization has populated the continent we would that we would have seen at that time or whatever. Well, just you for had, you know, uh, reference, the creator
4: of. The creator of the weather channel uh you know he's he's even said that you know all the stuff that they're touting these days is just basically manufactured bs um and you know i i, I brought up a little christopher longton earlier because there, there's a law on the books in great britain that you know for all their flaws they do get some things right uh that if you're selling a documentary and you're wanting to air it in schools and things like that so um what was it, al gore uh is inconvenient lie um, you know, he was trying to push that in the schools and so much of it was disproved that
3: they had it pulled. I remember I was, I was there, I was like I 10 that. or something when that was going on. I remember the kind of the, the push and pull of that at the time. Oh, exactly. Well, you know, they try to blame
4: carbon emissions and all this kind of stuff. Well, and, and, you know, I also understand that, you know, methane is technically carbon based. You know, there are other gases that are really actually harmful, that have a carbon molecule in them. But Mm -hmm. these days when you hear UN officials and, you know, the Klaus Schwab types, all these other, you know, global influencers, politicians, what have you, and they're talking about, you know, carbon emissions, they're, they're referencing specifically CO2, which plants need to breathe to produce oxygen. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and, and at the end of the day, the CO2 they're trying to reduce is you. And they'll stop at nothing to get to it. And it's just, you, you look at all these. So, what was it—the uh, the volcano in Iceland? What in the last ten years? Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of it. But if you buy, you a, vowel,
5: yeah, if you <laughs> buy a vowel, yeah, if
4: you buy a vowel, if you buy a vowel, you're a millionaire on Wheel of Fortune. Um, it put out more CO2 in the two weeks it was spewing out than the entirety of the Industrial Revolution onward. Yeah,
1: and <laughs> that's just one volcano. You have, volcano have underwater
4: volcano. volcanoes. You have that one volcano in Hawaii that's been constantly erupting for the last seventy years. You know that's what you, you get real estate agents that'll tell you, oh well, they're not making any more land. Yeah, well, bull crap because you get an acre a year in Hawaii um, from right. this one volcano.
3: Right. Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. Yeah. How much CO two is that putting out? You know, you start to consider these things, and then it's just it's so. Yeah, ego maniacal. It? It's just ego maniacal to think that we have that effect on climate. You know, now you also have to differentiate, which the average person can't do. You have to differentiate between weather and climate.
3: Right. Weather
4: sure. is an isolated event. Weather climate is, is
3: an average over a long what's time. What's it feel
4: like region. at my house right now? Right. Yeah. You know, climate is the trend over time over a region. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so do we have an effect on climate? We have not been observing data long and enough then, to even say that.
3: What about your point of reference? I was just going to say, like, over how, what kind of time? And we you could we, do over a century, or are we going to talk about millions of years? Because then that gets real crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, okay, so Nord Stream and the Gulf League and and even just in general, just like all the junk that comes over from China on boats does, like, more, more damage than all the cars, like, in the country in a year.
4: Absolutely. Like, well, and, and, you know, our industry, it is big enough in certain areas and powerful enough. We do have an impact on weather. So, you know, what's it feel like right. on my back porch right now? Yeah. We do have that effect. So, you know, there, there's Microsoft data centers in Lithia Springs, Georgia, that if the power goes out, you have 17 big ass generators that fire up. And the smoke storm they spew out will generate a lightning storm over that data center.
3: That's interesting.
4: Wow. That's weather manipulation. Right, yeah. In an isolated event.
3: incidentally, It covers
4: 40 acres, but that's, you know, we do have that kind of impact. Mm
3: -hmm. Now,
4: you know, if we have that kind of impact spread over a large area, a large enough area, or a plurality of areas over a long period of time, can we influence climate? We don't really know. You know, but what is for sure is, you know, once you start messing with certain things, you know, the earth does have a way of fighting back.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And, you know, and, and we have seen this.
2: And even if you stipulate that humans are having a an effect on the climate, I, I think that there is a case to be made that we are having some effect, not probably nearly as much as most people would lead you to believe. But agree, even if you yeah. stipulated that, I think the correct answer is that not for us to really change our behavior at all. Because energy and carbon consumption is human flourishing in civilization. You know, build better buildings if you're afraid of hurricanes. Come up with, um, you, you know, don't maybe, uh, don't take federal loans uh, and take federal insurance to build these huge high rises right on the coast. Mm. You know, there are other ways that we can go about this that don't involve moving into a cube and eating the bugs.
4: Right, uh, right. And, you know, and, and there's ways to be smart with the environment that still makes sense. Uh, you know that don't require you to impose across the board across the nation of 300 plus million people economic and and behavioral changes that they just have to have. Otherwise, you know the environment's going to crap because of and
3: let's be real, one area across you know, the board because it's yeah. going to impact the average person far more than it's going to impact certain industries. And the U.S. military is exempt from anything that we come up with for this. Like they can use as much diesel as they want. It doesn't matter. You know they can burn trash piles, or whatever. Yeah, and a wise man American.
4: told me they're they're the largest holder of golf courses in the pl- on the planet. So,
3: um,
4: <laughs> the military, yeah, yep. the U.S. military.
3: Wow, I know that they're the largest like employer like in the world is the U.S. military. Well,
4: and then you get into like the water battle. Yeah, so. Like you know, population. you're 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 going to tell people uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, that they can't water their lawn certain days of the week because this endangered species, this purple mussel, in the bank somewhere down in Florida. Needs the Chattahoochee River to survive. So, but you also have or- to, and it's also because of this owl, this gray spotted owl. Oh, excuse me, it's the darter snail, the gray spotted owl, and the darter snail. Mm. Which, by the way, guess what? The primary diet of the gray spotted owl is
3: mm, the darter snail. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: You know I, we, have to, I, we have to alternate which days we water our lawn because both of these can kill themselves four hundred miles south of us.
0: Yep shut down yeah, no, their bases climate change yeah I to i've note never note. actually
2: watched it i've never actually watched it but i absolutely hate the premise of the movie hoot where it's a bunch of kids that it? are trying to save this the movie hoot It's oh. a bunch of kids that are trying to to save this endangered owl so they keep sabotaging like some developer that's trying to build like a some hotel or something. And oh. obviously they're portrayed as the good guys against the evil developers. Right. But screw the owls. Humans are awesome. Build more hotels.
3: That's
4: my Absolutely. <laughs> have you seen an owl, owl without has it, feathers? What has an owl? Done to <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Who was it that was talking about that? What comedian was talking about the owl without feathers thing? It's the know. guy that does he has the podcast show as well. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But all, have, all
1: the all
0: the comedians have podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's
3: true. Now, honestly, Does that make us for, comedians? Like,
0: peace out, Anna. Know,
3: I'm all for like the concept of like because I I fucking hate lawns. I, I think they're just overrated for the most part. Like, are, are you playing ball on it? Like, then it makes sense. But like, I think the concept of having to have like the greener, better lawn than your neighbor is like I I personally. I I think it's dumb. I think
4: I, like, I, I look I I'm, I'm very proud to uh, have at least one friend that will have a backyard cultivated with pure Zoisha.
1: Zorsha however you want to pronounce
4: or... it. Uh that oh god, that's the stuff like you know, middle of summer, you can just walk out there barefoot. It's just it's a dream. It's mm-hmm. just it's 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 a peaceful, loving hug on your feet year round. <laughs> no, getting
3: your feet in grass is great, man. Yeah, man, yeah. Don't you know, get the Saint Augustine, it'll cut your feet all up you I mean but I, you.
4: I look I've got Bermuda, I've got clover, I've got you know, but I also have bees, you know, which mm-hmm. are kind of vital to our whole ecosystem.
3: Yeah. Um, but so see, like, I, that's more what I was going to get at. It's like either like xeriscaping or using like the grass that's in your area. Like if you use the type of grass that just grows in your area, then you don't have to water it. Then you don't have to do shit. You just fucking let it just be, you know. When yeah, we, we get not water St. Augustine grass was like an invention. Like, what was it, England, where it was like the, the whole concept of the lawn. And then it kind of came over here and then. Putting in invasive species of grass basically forces you to have to water it to upkeep it. That's fucking stupid. Like, we, I, that I don't like.
2: I wish I had but, a lawn wait. just so I could make environmentalists mad, but I'm too lazy to keep it up, so I'll hopefully never have one.
3: <laughs> but, uh, but I don't like the idea of telling someone you can't water your lawn. That was what my point was going to be. I find them to be stupid, and I think that you shouldn't get. You live on
4: a you don't have a where... <laughs> Well yeah, well that's you know you get you get around Vegas. Uh you know, there's there's an entire region around there uh you know that have that Mediterranean climate that you're not allowed to have grass at all.
3: Yep. You yeah, have to have there.
4: you know desert landscape in the yard.
3: Yep. yep. So this brings up so Robert had said something about like he was talking about hurricanes and like the desertification of Africa, like causing hurricanes. And I I don't know about that specifically, but the concept of desertification in general has been made worse in modern times. With basically, we have like these like giant like mega farms where there's like one spot with all the animals, and then we have fences everywhere that are like dividing land, and we don't have herds of animals roaming around and pooping and grazing and tearing up the soil and everything, and like rejuvenating the ground oxygenating it and giving it nutrients basically through poop but that has been more of a problem than i would say is carbon right now the desertification in general i think is more of a problem that we face in modern times because of our concept of fences Hmm. i don't know vegas has drained their water supply so bad that it probably has actually uh elevation level It probably has lowered
4: Oh uh, yeah! Lake Mead has been revealing human skeletons.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's down and like what
4: 120 feet or something That's, outrageous.
3: Yeah, it's. Nuts. Do you think that Elon Musk yeah, yeah. is drilled under it and is draining the water? <laughs> 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 it's a loose if, theory. If,
2: if environmentalists were serious, they would be putting all their money into like researching desalination and stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Because think i is not bad anymore.
2: Whenever. You know, we have a problem in the market where not enough of something is being supplied. What do companies do? They find ways to produce more. Yeah. So well, you and- would think. You, so you would think that the solution to not having enough water would be to make more clean water. But instead, the solution, the fashionable solution, seems to be to tell you use less water. What company <laughs> yeah. ever tells you to use less of their product? This right. is the. The, the absolute silliness of having government manage that sort of resource. Yeah.
0: Yep. There you go. Well, yeah, and and you
4: know, Robert's onto something too. You know, with the Coriolis effect and uh, you know the, the the solar winds creating actual winds down on the on the terrestrial plane, uh, and then you got the Santa Ana winds in California. You know that you
6: know
4: because for environmental reasons, allegedly, they're not allowed to uh, cut fire breaks in their forests or actually have controlled burns. So, when the Santa Ana winds come Not around bad. every seven years or so, it's real bad. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. Then you and thousands the of, they of on
3: Climate change. <laughs>
4: yeah, then they blame it on climate change. Exactly.
3: Uh, but then, when it gets real bad, then yeah, then you can see, look how bad it is. You know. Yeah.
4: Exactly. Uh, Zayn, what were you just talking about?
3: Um,
2: Defaunation. Yeah, yes.
4: Yes. I- so the five hour energy guy. Uh, so he, he came up with uh, a desalination thing. Apparently he's, I don't know if he's like a Buddhist monk, but he's, he's into Buddhism. So he's, he's real big into like um, hmm. this. Why five hour energy is not publicly traded uh, because he's, you know, he's made a few billion dollars and he's, and he's giving it away to like, um, you know, pedal powered you know, bicycle kind of things in parts of India where he came from hmm. uh, that, that, you know, these guys can ride their bicycle for like an hour and a half and power their house for a few hours. Um, You know, things like that. So, you know, you get up there, you ride your bicycle, you get a little bit of exercise, but then, you know, you can, you've got enough power to cook your food, wash your clothes. Somebody else can ride the bike and, you know, you've got a lamp you can read at night or watch TV. I've seen
3: the setups of those.
4: Yeah. yeah, And and he's giving this stuff away. Like he's, he's choosing to (laughs) not publicly trade his company and he's using his money to give this stuff away. And, and uh, one of the other things was, he was um, a big inventor of a desalination process and he parked some of that outside of India and he's actually delivering clean water to some of the slums there.
1: Awesome. Hmm. Yeah. What Robert
3: had said about the long needle pine, there's another in the West. There's uh, I think, I don't know if it's the the giant sycamore, but um, one of the really tall, I think it's either the giant sycamore or the redwood, but they need fire underneath them to trigger the release of their seeds because the tree basically like knows like that's when the ground is cleared and most fertile for the the saplings to like grow in or whatever so fires play a key role in a lot of different tree species yeah
0: that's cool that's cool all right well, let's move on to our final video of the evening since we're coming up on two hours this is a One of these
3: scammers yeah. i got him to rage over the most ridiculous
2: thing ever i need something okay What do you need? Can I try to guess what you need? I will let you know once you're in the store. Is it a plunger? I'm talking. Is it a plunger? No. Call the dollar store and up. They sell plungers there. They sell plungers there. Ma'am, go to the dollar store. I know, they sell plungers there. I could get you a plunger. Eric, what is plunger? What is it? I'm very upset with you. For the toilet?
5: No toilet. No toilet. (laughs) No, the plunger's for the toilet. I want something okay yeah the plunger right as you told me you want the no plunger. i don't
6: want plunger what is plunger what is plunger? i don't know even i don't know what exactly
5: this plunger is I... why are you telling me you want to give me plunger 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 i don't know what the f- word is i don't know the meaning of plunger
6: man you f- my mind okay <laughs> never call on this number again ever <laughs>
0: So that lady finds scammers, and if they don't call her, she calls them and just ruins their day with wasting their
2: time. Oh my God. It I is, love scam baiters. You've got to
0: go follow this lady. She is unbelievable at it. She's so stinking funny on the phone. Um, yeah. That was I'm, pretty
3: great.
0: Yeah. I follow her now. She is hysterical.
3: I can get on board with it fully now that I know it's the scammer, the anti scammer, like yeah. trolling. That's awesome.
0: Oh, for sure. Well, y'all, thank y'all for uh, joining me tonight, Stephen, Alden, Zane. Had a great time. Um, Cheers. Cilantro. There we go. (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) Which, by the way, if if, if you're averse to the taste of cilantro, that is genetic.
0: I know that, Stephen. I know that, Stephen. Tastes like you might be a psychopath. Well that's highly likely I, <laughs> IPAs. I learned that
3: about Jake when we lived together. Cause I made like pico de gallo or whatever, I had cilantro in it. And you're like, like, <laughs> yeah. like I put like Dawn in it or something. It was terrible.
0: Yeah. So anyway, this has been a great episode. Thank y'all audience for tuning in. Um, really enjoyed y'all in the comments. Really enjoy y'all watching and listening to the show. Thanks it for helps. feeding me
3: at trivia. Yeah, thanks for beating Alden and Steven
0: at Trivia. Um, Zane, no one's talking to you right now. Um, Zane killed
3: it tonight, man. Zane kills it
0: every daggum time. Yeah,
3: but I gotta say it every time. It's worth saying. It's ridiculous. Fair enough.
0: Well, make sure to tune in to Free Georgia Podcast on Monday nights on YouTube, Rumble, and Odyssey, and Tuesday mornings for all the podcast stuff, um, all podcast channels. Same Liberty Times, same Liberty Channel. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Um, please, please share this this show with your friends. Share our YouTube page with your friends. Share our Rumble page. Um, like the videos, subscribe, do all the stuff because we're growing. We're actually growing somewhat rapidly for a small show that started not too, or this is episode 35 and we get, you know, a few hundred views a show. Let's not play that's our not too back bad.
3: catalog while you go to sleep. Listen to us while you sleep. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You'll never, you definitely won't wake up deranged. You won't have horrible dreams (laughs) (laughs) about aliens and climate change. Yeah, so make sure you come back next week for more Liberty Libations, um, 8 p.m. Eastern. I think, uh, I think I'll be around next week. Everybody gonna be around next week? Y'all think my life is getting
3: more and more normal? So I think so. Yeah, love it. All right, well, until then. Peace.